It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Welcome to Donnell Edwards Viewpoints, where your viewpoint matters. Donnell discusses today's major issues and concerns with expert nationally recognized guests, as well as a variety of other interesting topics. Donnell Edwards Viewpoints is a nationally syndicated program and may not be available live in your area. So to express your viewpoint about any of our programs, Send your comments to comments at doneedviewpoints.com. That's comments at D-O-N-E-D viewpoints.com. And we may read them during the show. Now, with this week's guest, here is your Viewpoints host, Donnell Edwards. Good evening. Good evening and welcome to Donnell Edwards Viewpoints. We apologize for the late start. There were a few uh, technical difficulties we had to get worked out. This is our first time, so we apologize very much for that. And thank you for joining us. And uh, we are proud to welcome all of our new listeners on the Fishbowl Network, as well as our listeners from uh, my program uh, on other networks to be with us this evening. And the guest we had scheduled for tonight is not able to be with us. I got a call about an hour ago, and she had an emergency to arise and was not able to be here. And as you know, life does happen. So uh, we are fortunate that we have friends and friends with knowledge. So I was able to uh, contact one of those friends to join us who is equally qualified to discuss this subject, and we'll get into that a little later. Uh, this is our first live program on this network, and we want to make you aware, if you are not already, that several of our past programs are available on my page here on the Fishbowl Network. Uh, just go to fbrn.us, click the Shows tab, scroll to Locate Donnell Edwards Viewpoints, then click on the image for my show. There you will find several programs in our Race in America series, which is an ongoing series that we do featuring uh, University of Texas Austin Associate Professor of History and African and African Diaspora Studies and the best-selling author of the powerful and astonishing book, The Price for Their Pound of Flesh, which is the first book to explore the economic value of enslaved people through every phase of their lives including from before birth to after death, which is just an incredible work of history. Dr. Diana Ramey Berry and others you will find there in uh, in that series on race in America already on the uh, Fishbowl Network on my page. So visit my page and catch up on the shows you may have missed. And we certainly hope that you will 
listen every Tuesday at 5 p.m. right here on the Fishbowl Network for Donnell Edwards' Viewpoints, where the most important viewpoint is yours. Tonight we have a very important program because we will be discussing women of color in tech careers and why that is so important. Joining me for this program is author, certified business and career coach, speaker and trainer, and uh, multi-award winning author and uh, who wrote the best-selling book, Parents Send Your Child to College for Free. She is also an accomplished entrepreneur and scientist, and as a successful business and career coach, she also empowers youth and corporate professionals to become thought leaders. She serves on the Forbes Coaches Council and holds certifications as a project management professional and Lean Six Sigma Black Belt. Her passion results in serving on boards and as a volunteer to further STEM education for youth, which we'll talk more about in tonight's program, also to support mentoring of at-risk youth and developing college and career-ready youth. In addition to the many hats that she wears, she is also a college professor. So please join me in welcoming to Donnell Edwards Viewpoints, Miss Tamika Williamson. Now, joining Tamika tonight... Wow. <laughs> Hi, Tamika. Uh, you make me sound great, and I'm like, who is this he's talking about? <laughs> well, you are great. Uh, also joining Tamika tonight uh, will be a career coach and the founder and CEO of Career Conversationalist, uh, who has been uh, was awarded over seventy thousand dollars from grants and scholarships to pay for her college education at two private universities. Her path to become a career coach became clear at an early age, and during the Great Recession, which was soon after she graduated from college, she saw many people, including herself become laid off, and like many of those unemployed people, she was angry, upset, frustrated, disappointed, discouraged, depressed, and looking for guidance. And what upset her most was the lack of conversation about economic opportunities. She didn't want to get uh, just a job, just to pay the bills, wanted a career to be proud of. So that's why uh, she has made it her career to help parents and their children avoid the same struggle. So please join me in welcoming tonight also career coach and CEO Crystal Oliveria to tonight's program. We're glad to have both of you with us. So to get right into the program, uh, Tamika, why is it so important to have this conversation about women of color pursuing tech careers compared to other career opportunities? Well, Danielle, the, the reality is this. STEM is the way of the future. That's where majority of the jobs are. And with them dominating the uh, the careers that, that companies are looking for, we have to make sure we can fill the gap. There's already a gap across the uh, country, but there's a bigger gap when we start looking at women and when we start looking at minorities. Uh, so there was a done, I think it was back last year, 
2015, only 24% of the STEM jobs was filled by women. That's a very, very small percentage when you think about STEM as dominating the opportunity. So we must have this conversation and constantly have it and think of the creative ways to expose our young girls as well as minorities to these opportunities. Okay. Now, what are some of the reasons for the lack of women of color, actually people of color, regardless of gender, in tech careers? I think personally, um, I mean, I already, I had an interest in engineering at an early age, but when you think about how school is taught, I think that uh, some of the inequities, especially in minority communities, when it comes to schools being supplied with the right material, the, um, there's a lack in tools that's being uh, made available for teachers to be effective in showing how STEM could be cool, how STEM could be fun. Because people don't realize is this is an, we learn you you teach STEM in an experiential format. You should it should not be something that we're just reading out of a book and studying out of a book. It's done best experientially. When you teach it experientially, it captures the, the, our young folks' interest. It helps them to understand of it, and that is what sparks their interest. But we also have to start that process earlier. So I think there's there's the educational gap in terms of available resources that's missing, and I think it's also the timing and the application of how STEM is taught in our schools that is also fueling the gap. Uh, so I think the issues, the top issues, that is feeding that based on some of the things I've seen. Okay, very yes, good. And I'd like to add on if I could. Well, uh, I tell you what, if, if, uh, for those who may not know what STEM is, uh, could you explain what that acronym stands for and, uh, what it's all about? Hello? Oh, uh, yes. I'm sorry. Science, okay. technology. Sorry. Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And a lot of it is there's a lot of programs out there to teach uh, kids how to get more involved and I've noticed that typically schools in higher income neighborhoods are more likely to have these STEM programs mm-hmm. whether it's an after school program or integrated into their schools. and sometimes the lower income neighborhoods that tend to have more people of color don't always have the same access to these great programs. They either don't know about them or they don't pursue them even though they are resources out there to help them. Okay, very good. Now, uh, what what are some of the the, the challenges, uh, Tamika, that uh, women uh, of color or women in general can expect to experience because of uh, both race and gender with careers in the tech industry? (laughs) Well, it's not always an easy field to be in. But yet it's a rewarding one. So I, I I always share with even women, I talk to you have to have tough skin working in this field because it is a male-dominated field. And unfortunately, there are still some who have the caveman mentality who believe that women have no place in these areas. So you have to have the uh, level of adeptness, the aptitude, as well as the tenacity to really 
insert yourself and not uh, fall back when you're challenged because uh, one of the challenges you will encounter is the fact that people will challenge your thought process. People will challenge your decisions because the caveman mentality is that women not only belong in this field, but women are not smart enough to be successful in this field. So they will question why are you there, how you got the job. Uh, we have to be smart and wise in how we respond. Now, I can't say that I always did that, but it took some mentoring and coaching over the years that helped me to refine how I addressed those problems. Uh, we have to think in terms of, it's kind of like the analogy I use, we have to learn how to play chess instead of checkers. So we have to and know when to be quiet and when to fight. Um because you can't fight every battle. If you fight every battle, you're going to be stressed, you're going to be frustrated, and it's going to push you out of the field. you got to look at it from a wider lens and be more strategic in how you deal with it and know, hey, it's going to make you tougher. I mean, it's going, it could be tough, but it's going to make you stronger and it's going to make you a better STEM professional if you don't take it personally. So we have to uh, look at, we got to understand that everybody in the field is not, give us to do our, our, our the respect that we need and the respect that we deserve, but we can't take it personally. So we have to look at how do we overcome it and still be successful and effective in what we do. Okay. So the challenge is kind of twofold. It's not just getting into the field, but staying there once you get there by knowing how to deal with all the politics. That's, that's very interesting. We're going to talk some more about this when we continue, but right now we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about what some of those specific career opportunities are and how you can get them. Uh, so please stay tuned. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Having trouble finding Connor's middle school? Would you like directions? No. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Finding lowest airfare to Istanbul. No, I'm, I'm tired of fighting with him over homework. Home walk restaurant. Need a review? No, I need help. He's very smart, but his mind wanders. He's disorganized. I think I understand. Oh, good. Finding best potatoes for french fries. No! Russet, fingerling, Yukon Gold. Why don't you understand me? Sorry, I was trying to show how Connor feels every day. Frustrating, isn't it? Redirecting to understood.org. For the one in five kids with learning and attention issues, this is what life can feel like. Explore understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues designed to help your child thrive in school and in life. Understood.org, because understanding is everything. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text. And for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Wake up, America. Today we are a country divided because of racism, hatred, and injustice. But racism will not define us and hatred will not defeat us because that is not who the majority of us are. But we seldom come together as one 
to have an open dialogue about the racism plaguing our country and how it affects individual ethnic communities and our nation as a whole. That is why the CWR Talk Network has assembled a phenomenal team from various backgrounds and ethnicities to discuss how to overcome the racial divide in America. This special two-hour live online virtual town hall event will be held on Tuesday, June 19th from 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Visit our website, cwrtalknetwork.com, and sign up for our newsletter for updates and more details. Don't miss this very special event on Tuesday, June 19th, designed to stop the hate by learning to better communicate. If you are interested in participating or sponsoring this event, contact us by email at info at cwrtaltnetwork.com. That's info at cwrtaltnetwork.com. Together, we can unite America. Well, welcome back. Uh, this is Donnell Edwards. You, once if you just joined us, thank you for tuning in. And we are discussing tonight a very important subject, women of color in tech careers. And our guests are college professor, uh, Ms. Tamika Williamson, who is also a, uh, uh, interesting person who has lots of hats that she wears. She's an author certified business and career coach, speaker and trainer. And also joining her is uh, Miss uh, Crystal Oliveria, who is a career coach and CEO of her own business, Career Conversationalist. And we're glad to have both of them with us to discuss this, this subject. And as we mentioned before we went into the break, we're going to talk about some of the career opportunities. So what are, uh, Tamika, what are some of the exciting careers awaiting those who prepare themselves and who meet the qualifications to enter careers in technology. For example, developing phone apps and video games and and so forth, and what rewards can they expect to enjoy? Well, uh, I'll start with the rewards piece (laughs) first. One of the things I love about STEM is you get to see the manifestation of your work in the marketplace. Uh, I remember one of the joys I had when I worked at Boeing was the fact on a plane, and I can see the results of the work that we did. So STEM, it brings that it brings that joy, especially when you're talking about your more tangible role uh, fields, especially um, uh, when you talk about technology. So uh, technology is constantly moving and there are so many that are available in this area. You think about your um, security. Security is very, very huge right now. So when you, if you get into a, a career field around software development, uh, somewhere around being a security analyst, security analyst, those are like your top two techno- uh, technology fields that is, that's in high demand uh, right now because Everything is around protecting information, proprietary information, uh, privacy. So right now, there's a higher demand of people, of companies looking for people who skilled in those, fighting in those areas, who can work in those particular fields. 
So they're the, they're one of the top twos from a technical standpoint. But when you look at the totality of STEM jobs, they are within the top five of the top five jobs across all STEM uh, fields, as well as um, IT managers is is also increasing because there's more, there's a greater demand and need for IT professionals. So of course you're going to need more people who can lead them. So there are many opportunities available in particular areas. So if students have a desire to really problem solve, put things together, get creative, you're talking about game apps, uh, dealing with the coding side, computer scientists, there are many opportunities there. They just, and, and the good thing about IT in these areas, you don't have to wait till you go to college to start getting engaged and start getting involved in these areas. They can start doing these things at an earlier age because uh, there are programs out there. There are certifications they can go ahead and start pursuing. Uh, they can even do certificate programs, and they can start putting it to work. So that's the beauty also of many of the STEM jobs. You don't even have to go to a four-year college. You can go get a certificate, go get a trade, and get started. Great. I'm glad you mentioned that that part because that was one of the things I was going to ask about. Now, uh Crystal, since, since you work also in, in the area of helping uh, students prepare for for college, uh, what what are you seeing as far as interest in the students that you're working with uh, and, and their parents in regard to going into careers in technology? I think a lot of kids struggle to see it as a real career opportunity. And a lot of it has to do with when they're playing a game on their cell phone, they're always viewing it as a consumer. When they're using the apps, they're always viewing it as a consumer. And they don't realize that someone took the time to build this. And, you know, what's their favorite app and why do they like it and why do don't they like other apps? And I think parents, when they can have a conversation with their child about what's your favorite game or what's your favorite app or what do you do, it gets kids thinking about, oh, somebody had to design it. Why not me? If I don't like how this app works, what could I do better? A lot of times kids know what they would design to do differently, but they're missing that, like, let me be into a coding program where I can have fun playing a game, learning how to code, and help them bridge that gap between what they're used to and what they see and what they play and use every day versus what career opportunities are out there. Okay, very good. Now, uh, now we talked about uh, some of the careers that uh, are available for, for women and in technology and also the rewards that come from that. Uh, and, and we kind of touched on this a little bit already, but to get a little more into detail, uh, Tamika, how does uh, a young a young lady that's listening in or their parents, uh, how do they begin this, this process of pursuing a career in, in technology? I would say look for organizations within their area who offer coding programs or who offer um, other uh, programs that introduces young folks to uh, technology and, and a lot of times you can start with organizations. I know like here in Atlanta Technology and they have uh, think chapters in, in multiple states. Uh, you've got black girls who cold. I know one of my, uh, one of my, uh, students, one of my ambassadors, she's only 16 years old. She's on 
organization where she is teaching girls how to code. And uh, it's become so popular, she even has young men who's in her class. So her mission to expose and share her passion to other uh, young ladies and so there, I see them coming at all ages, learning how to code and and learning how to take it to the next level. So they just need to look at look for organizations who offer those particular opportunities, get engaged, get involved, and take advantage of it. And sometimes there's an investment that they will the parent will have to make in terms of dollars, but please understand the investment is worth it. Our kids don't know what they know until we expose it to them. So life's changed by the books we read, the people we meet, and the things we are exposed to. Our job as parents and mentors is to expose our kids to as much as possible, to pique their interest, to uh, stimulate those ideas and those dreams, to get them to start thinking on another level. So that's what we got to do. Okay, now th- this question is for both of you. We we focused uh, most of our attention this evening on women in tech careers, women of color. Now we're forgetting about the young men. Now, is there a big disparity? Uh, is the gap just as big for young men of color uh, going into tech careers? Uh, are there opportunities? Are we reaching out to try to help them? Uh, enable them as well, or are we forgetting about our young men in the community? Uh, well, I, I'll, 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 I think that. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, go for it. Well, I think that um, in some instances it does appear as if we are forgetting about our young men. The gap is still there. Um, I don't I don't think the gap is as big as as women, but there still is a gap and a lag when it comes to uh where they fit in in the grand scheme of things. So I think about one third when you look at the uh women versus men, there's about one third less uh there's one third less women than men in STEM fields. Okay. Uh there's still a gap, it's just a larger gap when it comes to women. Um and which is why there's such a focus on women initiatives, but I think we cannot forget our, our young men. We have to keep them engaged. I get excited whenever I attend events or uh, our, our uh, organization puts on events and we have a lot of, uh, and we have some young men, but it's typically, a lot of times there's more men, uh, more young men than women. So uh, we can't forget about them, but we still have to put emphasis on the young ladies because that's where the the, the deficit is the greatest. Okay. All right. Very good. Now, right now, we're going to uh, uh, take a break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss the importance of STEM education uh, in more detail and also uh, the role that parents and teachers and counselors play and helping to close this gap. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. One in three adults in America have pre-diabetes, but most don't know it. To let people know it can be reversed before it becomes type 2 diabetes, professional basketball player Julius Randle is doing everything in reverse. I'm only dunking with reverse windmills. I drove the whole way to practice in reverse. 
I don't recommend it. This move's called the reverse shuffle. I do recommend it. And it took me months to learn how to speak in reverse, like this. <clears throat> Here's 10 almost for diabetes type 2 with living then has my mind. In other words, my mom has been living with type 2 diabetes for almost 10 years. So together, we want to say to the 84 million Americans at risk, exercise and healthy eating can help reverse prediabetes. Start by taking a simple one-minute risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. <laughs> Betty can't say that in reverse. Did you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel. And a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust me. Whatever it is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Wake up, America. Today we are a country divided because of racism, hatred, and injustice. But racism will not define us and hatred will not defeat us because that is not who the majority of us are. But we seldom come together as one to have an open dialogue about the racism plaguing our country and how it affects individual ethnic communities and our nation as a whole. That is why the CWR Talk Network has assembled a phenomenal team from various backgrounds and ethnicities to discuss how to overcome the racial divide in America. This special two-hour live online virtual town hall event will be held on Tuesday, June 19th from 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Visit our website, cwrtalknetwork.com, and sign up for our newsletter for updates and more details. Don't miss this very special event on Tuesday, June 19th, designed to stop the hate by learning to better communicate. If you are interested in participating or sponsoring this event, contact us by email at info at cwrtaltnetwork.com. That's info at cwrtaltnetwork.com. Together, we can unite America. Welcome back again. Thank you so much for joining us this evening for Donnell Edwards Viewpoints. And we are discussing women of color in tech careers with our special guest, uh, coach, uh, career coach and CEO and owner of, uh, a career conversationalist, uh, Ms. Crystal Oliveria and also college professor and author, Ms. Tamika Williamson. Now, ladies, uh, we, we talked about STEM science, technology, engineering, and math uh, a little bit, but uh, just to emphasize this so that everyone gets the point, why are these these courses, uh, why is this education so important for our students, uh, especially if they're going into a career in tech, but even if they're not? The world's changing and more jobs are relying on technology. So it's important for students, even if they don't major in it, to have an understanding of what it is and how it works because it'll help them throughout mm-hmm. their career. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Okay. 
Uh, you have anything to say about that, Tamika? No, I, I, I agree 100%. Uh, when you start talking about the digital divide, well, part of that digital divide uh, was because we were afraid of the technology. We were afraid of the science. We were afraid of the math. And I think because of the, you start getting into the whole educational I think because of the inequities in more prominent communities, the inequities in uh, lower income communities versus more prominent communities, not having the right tools in place. We had a fear, or a lot of our young folks have a fear of science and math because they don't understand it. They were not taught it in a way that made it uh, something that they could digest and understand and then see themselves pursuing and, and, and being and a part has to get past the, the fear factor that's been placed there to uh, drive us away from the field instead of looking, instead of having creative ways to draw us closer. Okay. Now, uh, I want to ask you a question. You, you may be able to uh, answer this, and, and, and may not. I'm not sure uh, what your observations are, but it, it would appear that in some instances. Teachers and counselors, particularly with girls, will try to influence them not to go into careers in, in technology or careers that involve science or math. Is have you have you observed that to be true? Either one of you? I've observed I, I that think a lot just... of times. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've observed that a lot of times, like with my own personal experience being Mexican, a lot of times the women that I looked up to, like my mom, my aunt, they weren't aware of what opportunities were out there, so they couldn't encourage me to go Mm -hmm. into them, but they didn't discourage me. I participated in science clubs and things like that when I was in junior high, went to high school, I was still interested in science, but I didn't pursue STEM as a formal career in college because I didn't have that guidance. So, yes, I was interested in it, but there wasn't the career counselors expected me to come in knowing what I wanted to do, and I was just a child without any of that exposure. So I didn't have any real-world experience to say, oh, I definitely see this as an area of opportunity. And the women in my life, they didn't have that. They grew up in an era where a woman was traditionally a secretary, a stay-at-home mom, a nurse, and so they couldn't provide that guidance to me and that's why I didn't go down that path. Okay, great comment. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it goes back to that whole exposure piece. We don't know what we don't know. I mean, my, my parents were blue-collar workers, so I was the first to go to college. My interest in engineering came from me having a great teacher who's, who suggested it because interested in But I look at your question also, just like with college, when you start talking about minorities, depending on where we go, is I mean, unfortunately, this is a sad reality. Things are not suggested to us because in that person's mind, their limited mind, they think we're not good enough or we're not qualified enough when the, the true factor is they're fearful of what we can become, so they try to hide those opportunities from us. So that's a whole bigger uh, issue. But I the same thing with the STEM because, you know, the mindset is you got to be smart in science. you got to be smart in math. Well, you know, those aren't qualities, unfortunately, some counselors are identifying 
to minorities uh, from whether you're Hispanic, whether you're African American, not equating those type of skill sets and talents to us. So they're not sharing those opportunities because they don't feel that we are qualified or deserving enough skills. So that whole bigger agenda piece kind of come into play. That's why exposure is so critical and that's why mentorship is so critical to help expose kids to the opportunity because they don't know what they don't know. Okay, very good. Now, uh, we mentioned all of the different kind of careers, not all of them, but uh, many of the different kind of careers that uh, are uh, available for those who want to go into the technology industry. And one of those uh, dynamic one is is, uh, is coding. And we call it software programming. So, uh, but anyway, uh, several years ago, I guess about four years ago, I ran across a powerful video and it's called What Schools Don't Teach. And it's, uh, produced by code.org. And it discusses the importance of learning to code. And that's whether you're planning on a career in the tech industry or just so that you have that ability because the predictions are that coding is going to become so necessary in our immediate future that those who don't have that ability are going to be left behind. But this uh, this, this video features uh, the founder of uh, Facebook, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Microsoft founder Bill Gates, uh, Will I Am, who's the founder of the Black Eyed Peas uh, group, and NBA All-Star basketball player Chris Bosch, just to mention a few. And I highly recommend this for anyone who would like to learn more about coding and how to learn to code and why learning to code is important. And we put that on our website, so anybody that's interested can view that there. Uh, it's it's uh, called What Schools Don't Teach. And if you go to the website, that's D-O-N-E-D, viewpoints, V-I-E-W-P-O-I-N-T-S dot com, donedviewpoints.com. And if you scroll down uh, near the end of the homepage, uh, under the heading, Do You Want Superpowers?, uh, you'll find the video. And uh, just to get some background for anybody that's listening that wants to know about coding, uh, that's a good place to start. Now, obviously, young people need encouragement. And as we just alluded to in the comments of uh, both uh, uh, Ms. Williamson and Ms. Oliveria, uh, sometimes students don't get that. So uh, both of you, what would your message be to school counselors, teachers, and parents? And let, let's start with you, Crystal. I would say build a good relationship with your child so that when you do make recommendations, they're more willing to listen to you. And just know that the schools are doing their best to provide what resources that they have. But sometimes children need to talk about how their day was at school, what they did in the program, how cool that project was. This way it gets them in the mindset of thinking about it, talking about it, and then they're more open when you say, well, what kind of career could you use with those skills? Or wouldn't it be cool to pursue or check out a career that uses those skills? Then you get them going in the right direction enthusiastically, and you just keep that conversation going. 
also you can encourage them to take more advanced science or math courses so that they can continue to build more things and have fun at it. Okay. Uh, Tamika? Yeah, I uh, definitely agree with that. Um, I would say for parents particularly, uh, I always encourage parents to to own the process of their kids' learning. Uh, Utilize the teachers and the counselors as an added benefit, but the process I encourage parents to own. So that way they're more engaged in what their kids like, what they don't like, and they can help provide that guidance uh, correctly and to make sure their kids are going down the right path. And then what they do with, with in terms of the counselors and the um, the teachers, because their hands are full, they have a lot of students that they're working with. So um, parents need to use them as an added resource and not be afraid to ask questions and get suggestions, you know, for organizations their child can uh, seek out or, or um, opportunities they can take advantage of. So I think that's probably the big mess. The biggest message I would get, I would uh, recommend, is for parents to really own the process, the role of it, and be able to lead and manage it, and not uh, re- rely on the school to take that responsibility on one hundred percent. Okay, very good. Now we have a few minutes left, so we can take uh, some questions. If anyone is listening, has a question for. Uh, Ms. Williamson or Ms. Oliveria, call us at 214-431-5062. That's 214-431-5062. And we'll ask our engineer to just go ahead and uh, put you on, on and uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk with you. And while we're waiting, if anyone has a call, uh, uh, Crystal, would you uh, share with the audience what kind of work you do uh, to help young people? Yes. So I work with the parents, and I help you understand how to build a better relationship with your child so that you feel comfortable talking to them and helping them make better choices regarding careers and colleges. And I also provide support with a parent weekly newsletter. If you're interested, you can find out more about it at my website, careerconversationalist.com. Okay, great. And also, uh, Tanika, would you share with the audience uh, how you work with uh, with young people? Uh, yes, so uh, I work with parents and their kids to help them uh, make college a reality by sending their college by sending their kids to college for free. So they can um, get some helpful resources and information by going to crushcollegedebt.com. Um, and utilize those free resources and with that they also will be exposed to the other uh, the books and the other products the other products we offer uh, as well and if they're on Facebook they can join the College for Free page we post scholarships, internships uh, other summer programs other opportunities Uh, we actually posted some STEM camps uh, not so long ago that they could take advantage of so those are some available resources that can help them as well Okay. Thank you very much. And we'd like to thank both of you, uh, Tamika and Crystal. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, especially on short notice and uh, sharing with our listeners the career opportunities available in the tech industry and how to pursue them. It's truly been an honor. 
and we wish you continued success in, in your work. We also thank all of our listeners and especially our new audience here on the Fishbowl Network. Uh, tune in next week for a powerful program with the man who is known as the greatest networker in America, New York Times best-selling author and internationally renowned speaker, Dr. George Frazier, who is the author of uh, books like Success Runs in Our Race, and his new book, written with internationally renowned legendary motivational speaker Les Brown, which is Mission Unstoppable, Extraordinary Stories of Failure's Blessings, which is an outstanding book. So uh, tune in next week for, for Dr. Frazier. Uh, thanks again for joining us tonight, and have a great week with many blessings. And remember, your viewpoint matters. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.